0: The KZRG Morning News Watch, a service of SNH Farm Supply with locations in Joplin and Lockwood. This is the KZRG Morning News Watch. KZRG! FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 News Talk, KZRG. It's the KZRG Morning News Watch. Dalton Evans, Steve, Scott, and it's me, Peter Thiel, with our buddy Eli Bruton of Liberty Tree Guns, the host. ...of the Gun Shop Show. You can hear tomorrow morning at 9 right here on News Talk KZRG. Eli, uh, the Democrats want our guns. Yes, they do. And they're going to be uh, doing whatever they can to get it. Uh, it's uh, one of the things that just drives me bonkers. And I, I bet you this drives you bonkers as well, even though we've never discussed it.
1: It, it does, and, you know, it's something that uh, comes up every day with friends and customers. Yes. And uh, people check in on me, you know, at, at, after the election... Uh, I got text, and I, I didn't really understand them at first. They They're like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'll be fine, you know, uh, but it is, you know, it's not only obviously a threat to one of the most sacred rights we have as Americans, our right to defend ourselves and the Second Amendment, uh, but it also is going to have a major impact on people whose livelihood depends on uh, this big billion-dollar industry. Of firearms,
0: Yeah. Now, it's uh, the process here is that Joe Biden, uh, that at least what we understand, and I have a feeling he's he's doing whatever he can uh, to get in the way of people owning uh, rifles and using this Orwellian term of gun violence. There's no such thing as gun violence. Uh, my gun is not violent. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing. It's a freedom. Uh, it's a freedom weapon.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of positive things uh that have to do, so, you know, with firearms and uh the heritage of hunting and other things, even though the Second Amendment is not about hunting. But I mean, the most decorated female Olympian in America of all time is a is a competitive clay shooter. So, I mean, there's things that it's easy to just uh if you want to frame the debate, make it about violent encounters that have happened to have guns involved uh but there's so many things that are used to skew the numbers uh the the majority of what the deaths are are uh, logged as gun violence are suicides uh so when yeah. you when you take out suicides uh from the numbers and and studies have proven over and over that uh the availability of firearms doesn't really uh change the rate or the likelihood that someone would commit suicide um so even Countries that don't have guns uh, are not affected in their suicide rate. So when you take that out, those gun violence numbers, less than 1% of guns are ever used in a crime.
0: Yeah. And, and let's also discuss this. Eli Bruton of uh, Liberty Tree Guns, host of the Gun Shop Show, right here on News Talk ZRG, um, you know, is that the people that should not own a gun, that are not legally allowed to own a gun because they're felons. Uh, or twelve year olds or what have you uh the what percentage of crime is based on those uh, people who fit into those things who use a gun in the middle of a crime? I have a feeling it 's like ninety percent
1: the vast majority of crimes are uh, that with guns are repeat offenders uh, offenders who have been violent with or without a gun in the past i mean unfortunately, there are uh tragic incidents where people who don't have a history uh use a gun in a violent encounter but it is it is certainly the minority. Let's talk
0: about uh, the idea of red flag laws. The idea of all of a sudden someone makes a report saying that uh you know Bobby down the street has an issue with uh, whatever. And uh so they go after and they they do the red flag laws where they can go in and confiscate the guy's guns even if it's just an accusation. There's nothing true about it. Uh, and uh, they can take them from him and hold them for a period. Where do you come down on that?
1: Well, it's, uh, it's something that I have... Your listeners have have heard my commercials talking about uh, how dangerous this precedent of removing due process is. It, uh, there was a big push to do the no-fly, no-buy list, which means if you put on the no-fly list... Uh, which was something that was implemented after 9/11 to keep certain individuals off of airplanes. That you should not be able to buy a gun. But that was proof when we got rid of due process that uh, people were put on the list inexplicably. People were put on the list by mistake. People were put on the list maliciously when someone in the government had a personal beef with them. And having and
0: it was very inaccurate. There were two, in fact. Uh Ted Kennedy, uh, former uh, U.S. Senator Ted Kennedy from Massachusetts, was on the no-fly list for a period.
1: Exactly, and uh, having spent some time in law enforcement, uh, we saw even even though our, our current laws don't do as much in terms of like a red flag law, we frequently saw things like orders of protection attempting to be abused. You know, people would make false accusations, and we'd spend a lot of time, uh, law enforcement resources— if there is a mechanism where you can do harm to another person without proof, people will use it. They'll find it and they'll use it. And this is a very dangerous one. And it's certainly you mentioned Orwellian. Um, any sort of uh, tyrannical government you see, there always becomes a snitch Uh, hotline or system, you know, happened in Nazi Germany, where certain uh, people in society would report their neighbors when they didn't comply. Yes. And uh, red flag laws certainly uh, smack of that.
0: And and let's talk about safety. I live in Web City and my in my overall block. I mean, I live in cop land. There are more cops seemingly in my neighborhood than uh, going through. And by the way, I'm really happy about that. But if there's a murderous thug coming, breaking into my home, uh, wanting to wish me harm, well, good luck. Those cops are either out, they're sleeping, they're doing yeah. it. The amount of time it would take them to get next door to me or two doors down, it, it, I would probably already be dead.
1: Yeah. When, when seconds count, the police are just minutes away.
0: Yes. No. And, and again, it's a, it's uh, And this is no uh, besmirchment of our police that do amazing job, an amazing job taking care of us. They do an amazing job going out and doing that. But unfortunately, they can't predict things.
1: No, they can't. And they can't be everywhere. And in fact, th- that's not what law enforcement's designed to be. Now, if a police officer happens to be in a position to prevent a crime, obviously he does that and wants to do that as part of his duty. But that's not... Police officers really, we have this uh, notion that they are to prevent crimes and keep you safe. And truthfully, a police officer's job is to investigate a crime that's happened and get a conviction of a guilty party. And so they're generally there to respond after the fact. And even when they try to respond to something in progress, it's almost always already happened. Whether it's a robbery, a home invasion... Generally speaking, the police come; they investigate it after the fact, and that is their role in our society. So it's up to us. Uh, all of the systems that we put in place, from outdoor lighting to alarm systems, and some people own dogs so that they're it'd be safer in their home. Firearms are part of that. Um, they're the ultimate, you know, ace up your sleeve in terms of self defense because, regardless of your physical capability. You can always equalize if you have a firearm and you know how to use it.
0: Yeah, and the, the, the biggest problem is, by the way, it's Eli, Eli Bruton, he's Liberty Tree Guns, host of the Gun Shop Show you here on Saturday mornings at 9 right here on Newstalk EZRG. And, uh, and so the process of going in, and you brought up something that's very important. The gun is, should, is not the first end of defense. It's the last end of defense if you have someone break into your home.
1: Absolutely. Uh, it's something that, as an instructor, I spend a lot of time on other skill sets that you need from uh, verbal self-defense to uh, non-lethal physical force that you might need to use. Um, it doesn't mean that you always get the opportunity to use verbal force before you pull the trigger on a gun, but if you have the skills to do it, you know what to say to communicate, sometimes you can avoid having to use lethal force, which is better for you better for your family um, so it certainly is something that we should all do it's it's not only just for personal defense. It's because it is absolutely necessary in a free society that the public the citizens own guns and know how to use them and know how to use them safely
0: yeah absolutely and that's the important thing so what's coming up on the gun shop show this weekend
1: uh, we're gonna be talking about some gun control that is coming down the pike um, so there has been a bill introduced um, by Congresswoman uh, Sheila Jackson that uh, intends to create a license for every gun, a national database. Uh, the license fees that I read about were $800. Uh, every gun owner would be required to do a mental health screening. Um, you would have to retroactively comply with any firearms that you already own. Um, and we know just from uh Biden's campaign material that his intent is to uh register all firearms and and make any high capacity magazine like a uh th- 30 round mag for an AR an NFA item so it would come with a a $200 tax stamp and a registry meaning that you have to surrender them or display them to ATF upon request would mean you'd have to register where you're going to keep them it's a really dangerous thing now the exciting thing or promising thing is the uh, Missouri legislature has maneuvered to hopefully help take some teeth out of any enforcement like a of a bill like that that does come and and pass into law
0: Eli Bruton we look forward to your show this weekend thanks for coming on
1: thank you so much for having me it's FM 102.9 105.9 AM
0: 1310 Newstalk KZRG